didn't hear a single word of that. Yeah, me either. Uh, <laughs> honestly. Just disassociates. Just, yep. Just out of here. Just done. Over with. Um, I was looking as a way to update this, but I uh, can't find any games that were released past our threshold in 2022. So, g- yay for us, I guess. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, hey, it's it's us. Uh, it's it's the Culture Bop crew, all all fucking nine of us. We're we're all here. It's the official video game podcast. You know why you're here. Fuck off. Today is the game of the year episode. We're here. Hell yeah. We we we're fucking doing it and stuff. So uh yeah, let's just fucking get this out of the fucking way. Let's just go ahead and get right into it. Uh, I'm a liar. Before we get into it, we have some things that we're gonna do. Austin, y- mm-hmm. you said to me the other day, "Hey man." Are we going to do our favorite things of 2023 on on this episode or the predictions episode? And I said, we'll just fucking do it on the game of the year. Or maybe you suggested it, and I mm. said yes. I don't remember. Mm. But either way... I don't remember that. I did not prepare for that. Oh. <laughs> okay, never I, uh, I thought that we had decided to save it for predictions. and I mean, I can, I can do it. No, it's okay. If you don't, if you don't have anything okay. prepared, we'll wait. We'll... Okay. We'll wait. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll wait. Let me prepare for this. Um, okay. <laughs> so never mind. We're getting back to game of the year. Woo! <laughs> God damn, this is so unorganized. That was the fastest segment ever. Yeah, the, <laughs> literally the fastest segment. Uh, okay. Well, uh, with that all said, um, let's just go ahead and uh, we're we're going to get started um, for our game of the year. Basically, how this works is we're going to count, or we're going to list off our thirty games, and then we're going to count them down one by one in a system that we ripped completely off from Old School Giant Bomb and Let's Fight a Boss. Um, we'll be listing the games, cutting them, and then we will come to our ultimate winner, the Hunting Pixels game of the fucking year. Now, to qualify for the list, the game had to have been released in a 1.0 release state after December 15th of 2022 and before December 16th of 2023. That means that Baldur's Gate is eligible because it released in a 1.0 state, whereas other early access games such as Lakeburg Legacies uh, is not. It's not eligible because technically it released and it's not in 1.0 yet. So... Um, but, uh, yeah, so other than that, any game is fair play. So let's get this thing rolling. We're going to list them out alphabetically. We have 30 games. Dylan, take us away. Starting off, we have Alan Wake 2, Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon, Atomic Car- No, <clears throat> real quick, I'm so sorry, but I have to know. Austin, the boss fight from Armored Core 6... <laughs> What, that starts with a B that you sent us. Baltaeus. How do you pronounce that? What? Baltaeus. Baltaeus. Okay. Why did that mm-hmm. never even fucking cross our minds? Never. Baltaeus. Not even once. I don't know. We pronounced really? it Baltausel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it, by the end of the episode, I just started calling it Ballhouse. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> it's Baltaeus. Yes. Uh, That's Baltaeus. such a badass name. <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah. A badass name for a badass boss. I think we gave it to that boss, yeah. and you should go listen to the episode to hear why we did. Did you say I won't. already hurt? Oh. Well, we spoke nicely about it. And you, for once. So, you know. For once? Yeah, listen to that. <laughs> he said, for uh, once. Let's see. I'm going I'm right, to look at up. this shit real quick. Hang on. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, we gave, we gave several of these to you because you weren't here and we were being nice. Like Ballhouse oh, from Armored guys. Core 6. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Battle Network 4 for a favorite old game. <laughs> That's not being nice. <laughs> That's not what that is. <clears throat> I think it was Battle Network 6, but yeah. yeah. Oh, cool, cool. Okay, game of the year, we have Alan Wake 2. Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon, featuring Balteus. We have Atomic Heart, Baldur's Gate 3, Diablo 4, Final Fantasy 16, The Finals, Fire Emblem Engage, Hi-Fi Rush, and Honkai Star Rail. Austin? Cool, cool. Next up, we have Hogwarts Legacy. What and uh, what I'm gonna assume is pronounced uh, Jusant. That is correct. That's yes. right. Cool. Wow. Look at me. Look at um, you. I'm not an idiot. The Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom, Lies of P, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Metroid Prime Remaster, My Hero Academia Ultra Rumble. Almost threw up on that one. Paleo <laughs> Pines, Pitch Silent, and Redfall. And our final ten games are Resident Evil 4. Sea of Stars, Season, A Letter to the Future, Sonic Superstars, Starfield, Street Fighter VI, Super Mario Wonder, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Game, Wanted Dead, and Wolong Fallen Dynasty. Uh, before we start the bloodbath, let's go. Uh, we did, uh, if if I'm not mistaken, uh, go over the rules. We will be... Yep, and we're going to write them down because last year we forgot. We will... Yep. There will be no such thing as self-sacrificing, and there will be a yes. speed round where you cannot... Fuck my ass. There will be one speed round where you cannot... That's... Can we challenge. come up with the truce right now and... Oh, but we can't just reveal our favorite games, dude. That sucks. Exactly. Exactly. And if we allowed arguing, it would de- defeat the whole purpose of a speed round. Well, I feel like we really shouldn't cut Alan Wake, Spider-Man, or Armored Core. Yeah. Can we just all agree I, I on think, that? I think that we should not cut those. I feel like that's fair. I also think that we should probably not cut, I think... Diablo 4 is... well Agreed. Uh, yeah. No, Armored Core is, is Austin's favorite game. So, Diablo 4 is probably number two. Uh, I don't think we should cut that. Um, okay. I don't think... Yeah, my, my... Go ahead. No, I was going to say my number one request is Spider-Man, and then my substitute would be Hi-Fi Rush. Okay. And then Baldur's Gate, I don't think. And Lies of P, I don't think. Everything else, I okay, think, is... Baldur's it, Gate has any risk. Yeah, I I don't. Th- yeah, I wouldn't be addicted. To that. <laughs> well, we'll we'll what we'll do is we'll do it. Uh, we'll do the starting at since we have thirty games to get us to the top ten. We'll start at I guess oh. nineteen. So we'll go nineteen, eighteen, seventeen, sixteen, fifteen, fourteen, thirteen, twelve, eleven. Yep. And then okay. Hmm. Cutthroat. Love it. So right in the middle there. Okay. Uh, who 
Uh, Dylan, I believe that you were our queen once again uh, last year, so you get to decide who gets to go first. Who starts the bloodletting? Uh, this is this is Austin's first day back to work, so let's give him the first one, and then I'll go last. Well, do you want to go last? Or you want me to go last? Uh. Because we know what the last pick means. So. Yeah. Maybe. Let's say, well, Austin, would you rather go first or last? I'll go first. I don't care. Okay. Okay. And I'll then, go first. Uh, I'll go second. Austin, or Josh goes last. Cool. All right, we're good. Cool. Right. Here we go. So, at number 30, I'm going to have to go with Atomic Heart. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, we can't. <laughs> 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 I was sitting here looking at the rules, and I'm like, oh, damn, that's weird. I didn't know that he could fucking, that he didn't want my hero out first. Oh, I do, but, you know. I Atomic Heart, I played a little bit of it. It didn't do anything for me, and I think that it's just really gross. I think okay. that that one, that one little section of dialogue that I feel like anyone who plays it knows exactly what I'm talking about. I found that just really fucking icky to the point where I did not want to play anymore. Yep. Yep. Uh, It needs to be gone, but I also want to, I like even, even that, like I can put aside that kind of stuff. I can compartmentalize it a little bit and like say, (laughs) maybe they're trying to say something there. Like maybe, but like, the game also they, is ju- yeah they weren't but bad. the game is just like dated as all hell it feels like a game that's ripped from like 2006 like yeah. like uh-huh. it, f- from everything from like the fucking dialogue being just uh, like he calls someone a fuckstick what? What? <laughs> yeah, like, did a fourth grader write that script? Yeah, the whole aesthetic is literally just ripped from Bioshock. Like, it looks beautiful. It's a bad Bioshock. But it's Bioshock from Wish. Yeah, I just nothing yeah. about that game fucking works. I'm sorry. Like, I know that uh, yeah. some people liked it, but no, it, it's bland. It's unoriginal. Fuck that game. And disgusting. It, it felt like an Xbox 360 game that was just trying to be edgy. Yes. Yep. Like, that wasn't it. Yep, so, number 30, Atomic Heart. Fuck you. No <laughs> arguments for that one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I'll do My Hero, since that's... Uh, <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> didn't sound like you liked it too much. <laughs> cool. I get to trash on that game now. Um, I really, really, really wanted to like this game because I thought the premise of a uh, My Hero-themed Battle Royale was cool until I actually played it. Um, And it sucks to say that. My Hero Academia is one of my favorite current running mangas. I I think it's genuinely incredible, but this was just... It's just bad. The controls are clunky. I mean, like... So essentially, it's... um, uh, a three-man squad against, I think the total is like 24 players at a time. And you're just punching and kicking and using all your different quirks. But, like, I, I feel like every single time I use a special move, even when it's point blank, it doesn't do anything. It fucking misses. Almost, it, like, it just doesn't, the game itself just doesn't feel good. Um, And the character selection, like, the character choices were just odd and not to mention locked behind really ridiculous fucking paywalls, dude. Like, I think you get 
uh, three heroes and three villains right off the bat, and then everything else is a, is the equivalent of I believe a six dollar purchase, and that's not terrible, but it's it, it just I don't know, man. It, it it wasn't a fun game. It's not very well designed. It doesn't look good. This game looks like a Bandai Namco anime fighter that came out in 2012. Like this graphic engine does not look good at all. Um, and then some of the character choices were just really weird. Like one of the heroes that's used is a character named Sue and like her quirk is frog. She's a frog. Like she's like a frog lady. That's it. That and like there's nothing special like there's no there there's no way to it felt like there was no real way that her quirk was really incorporated in her fighting style and I felt like that was the case for a lot of the kind of off-ball quirk characters. Uh, obviously, like, the ones that, you know, could shoot fire and explosions and shit like that. Like, those were fine, and those were fun, and it feels like they took the most popular characters of the series, made them extremely overpowered, and the entire rest of the roster was just pointless filler. Not a good game. It's a good thing it's free, because I, God, I would feel bad for anyone that paid money for that shit. Ouch. Ouch. Ouch, indeed. Uh, Josh. Okay. Um, real quick... Uh, I want to. Um, I like your system. Denote that the star equals can't cut during speedrun. Safe. Star equals safe. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That'll work. That'll work. Okay. Um, all right. Next up. Can't self sacrifice. So, um, are we okay with? Austin, I'll ask. Are you okay with Honkai uh -huh. going out right here, or should it go further? Yeah, I'm totally fine with okay. it. Okay, all right. I don't know anything <laughs> about this game uh, other than it's got big titty anime girls. So, yeah. Did you hear yep. that? Because I'm pretty sure that was Jeff screaming from here. <laughs> and Justin. And Justin. Justin loved that fucking I game. I forgot. Justin, Justin plays fucking that too. loves this yeah. game, dude. Yeah. And it's it's a fine game. I didn't really make it, it just... far, so I can't tell you. Much. I booted it up once, and that was it. That was it. <laughs> if you've played Genshin Impact, you've played Honkai Star. I haven't played either of those games. So what's the difference? Like, why play Honkai over that one? Dude, it's been so long since I've played Genshin. Okay, so don't play either. <laughs> That's yeah, what I'm, I'm hearing. I'm, I'm, oh, sure. If you <laughs> All, right. All right. Austin, it's back to you. Back to oh, you, sir. God. Um, I think okay. we're literally out of the realm of games that are bad. Shit. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> oh, there's yeah, I guess there's more. still uh, one more. Um, Josh, uh, how, do, how do you feel about Wanted Dead? Uh, no, oh, it needs to go further. That's not it. Yeah. Yeah, there's, oh. there's one more trash game. Yeah. There's at least two uh, more on my list that I would cut before I would cut Wanted Dead. Really? Yep. Um. Okay, so so throw me throw me an option. Uh, there. Redfall. There you go. Oh, okay, that's fine. Redfall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the game was pretty bad. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Redfall deserves to go out of here because it is literally the very definition of a slap in the fucking face. Like it is. Yeah. Literally, I I don't know what Microsoft or uh, what's the name of the studio? I'm blanking right now. Um. Fuck. I am blanking on their name. 
Wasn't that a pretty hyped game too? Yeah, like, yeah. Who was it excited that did that? for that? It wasn't fucking arcane. Yeah, it was arcane. That's it. Yeah, it yep. was. That's yep. why I didn't want it to sacrifice. Them. Yeah, yeah. I, I legitimately like. I was excited about this game. I thought it was going to be fucking rad, and it just was not. And like, it was poorly designed. It was not finished at all. This is yeah. literally like. <laughs> My, I, my brain wouldn't like say arcane i was like i think it's arcane but i was like no nah, they made dishonor they would yeah they that. wouldn't make this trash <laughs> yeah um i i really hope that the game has a redemption arc the, the same way that like um uh what's that one that uh sarfield ripped off um <laughs> I, I, no, man's, no man's sky <laughs> that's it golly <laughs> Yeah, I hope that it has a redemption story similar to No Man's Sky, but uh, yeah, I'm game is not good. The odds are not looking good. Yep, not looking good. Uh, all right, so, ready, fall out. That was Austin going to me. This is not good because I can't self-sacrifice. Um. Oh God. <laughs> Hey, Josh, how you feel about Texas Chainsaw Massacre the Game? At number 26, Texas Chainsaw Massacre <laughs> the Game. All right, I want to say real quick that I really enjoyed my time with Texas Chainsaw Massacre the Game for about two days, and then okay. I fucking hated it. In Is, is this Permatunnel Killer? <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 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 It just, it wasn't fun. Like the, the, like the balance is entirely in favor of the killers. So like, there's no, there's literally no way to like almost win ever as a survivor. And the way that the killers would play, it was just very shitty where like, like Leatherface always started in the basement, but like, the other, I ran into so many matches where every single one of the killers would rush into the basement immediately to go after you. Like, it was like you couldn't do anything. It became very toxic and very, like, just hard to do anything as a survivor. And I like playing these games as, as a survivor because it kind of gives me, like, uh, like a rush of adrenaline. Like, it, it keeps me on my toes. And when you can't really do anything, it, it becomes unfun. And when a game's unfun, I don't think it needs to go any higher on the list. So, Makes sense. Yeah. All right. Back to Josh. So, um, all right. Dylan, tell me about Pitch Silent. So this is the game that I played at the very start of the year. This was like the I big indie game, right? Yes. Okay. This came out and I beat it on January 17th. Um, so this was just out of nowhere. I, I don't even remember exactly how I stumbled upon it other than I think I opened up Steam and it was just there. And it was some super low-priced indie and I picked it up just to play on stream. And... Really, I mean, it was a one-man development crew, and that one man wound up coming in the stream and <laughs> watching me play his game, which was kind of cool. Um, 
And also, I felt bad for shit-talking it because he went back and watched past streams, and he was like, wow, my game really made you mad. <laughs> but it's like... Damn. Yeah. It's... It, ha I, I really shouldn't have been as critical as I could on it, or as I was on it. It was his first game. There was no real story correlation at all, but it felt like, uh, like Duke Nukem or Doom on uh, acid, essentially, is what it was. It was just a first-person shooter that you made your way through, solved different puzzles. The first-person shooter aspect also had like magic elements to it, like you were shooting magic and stuff enemies were alienistic in nature and it was really just wipe the enemies solve the puzzle move on to the next uh stage and the the further i went the more it really did get fun because it became kind of like a speed run thing but um ultimately in this list of all-star games like there's no way it goes further and i'm actually really happy that it made it <laughs> past all of these games to be honest with you, because he does deserve a little credit because the game, for what it was, was fun to me. Like, I would maybe go back and play it and, like, maybe try to figure out how to speedrun it one day or something. It's it's that kind of game. But uh, good job to him. And um, made it to 25. That It beat fucking Redfall and Atomic Heart. That's crazy. Good too. Yeah, that's kind of... I mean, props to him. Yeah, that game go. was impressive to be made by one person. Yeah, for yeah. real. Yeah. One person, man. He uh, he was really cool about it. Answered all my questions and said that there is definitely more to come within that universe and beyond. So that that's really awesome. Oh hell yeah! Hell sick. yeah! Okay, cool. <clears throat> well, um, sick. I guess Austin, it's back to you, Bubba. Mm, how are we feeling about the finals? Uh, I think the finals deserve to go far, um, or f further, oh. further, I should say. Um, okay. I think I, I mean, I think it's okay to let Wanted Dead go here. It, it made it inside the top twenty-five, which is cool. <laughs> that is, yeah, um, unexpected. <laughs> this game is, it's not a good game. It's a good bad game, but it's a good bad game. I think I thought more about Wanted Dead than I did about Final Fantasy 16 this year. Oh. Which is weird. Ouch. Like, there's just, Why? there's, we, like, there's so many interesting decisions that were made in Wanted Dead that, like, you, I mean, you could write video essays about this game for, like, I think probably the entirety of this year, if you release like one a month, just about very specific things within this game. Like, why the fuck can you play karaoke as a mini game, but you only get to play karaoke and sing 99 Red Balloons? Like, that's the <laughs> only song that you can sing karaoke to. Why is there a random sequence where you get like, it looks like a like kind of like a, a backstory to your main character that doesn't go anywhere. There's literally nothing else that that it ties to. It's just inserted into the middle of the game. Like, I, there are so many baffling decisions, and I want to know more about this game. Like, it's one of those, like, it, it's almost like a uh, The Room type situation where it's it's so bad that it's actually really good. Um, 
it's not a good game, but it is very fucking interesting. So the fact that it made it to 25 was kind of, kind of awesome. Oh yeah. Or inside 25 actually. So cool. Uh, Dylan, is it your turn? Oh, it's me. Um, it is. It is doing. Yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. Uh, though I can't self-sacrifice. Do do do. Austin, I don't remember if you hated it or if someone in the Discord hated it. How do you feel about Fire Emblem? I, <laughs> no way. Yeah, man. I'm pretty sure that's Austin's no either. Way. I think that's Austin's number. Oh, three. I didn't see this. I didn't. It's see It's in the, the top five for sure. Someone talked mad shit about it then, as not liking it. And I don't remember who that was. Might have been Tawny. No, Tawny loved it. Oh, okay. Well, then I yeah, I genuinely don't know. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't even that. Maybe it was someone in my own personal circle. Okay. I also didn't see the star next to it. Um. Well, that's hard. Um, what about... Uh, this goes back to Josh. I don't know the game, but everyone's fucking played it, apparently. What's season? Um, let's see. Um, I think... Um, I think that... Oh, shit. Yeah, this is actually on my list to play. I forgot about it. I think it. Final Fantasy sixteen should go before season... Oh, no! My God, dude. Based, based <laughs> on my rankings, my next game that would get kicked off this list is Legend of Zelda. At, yeah, and I can't yeah, do that. I can't believe yeah, that. Yeah, after, after, well, I'm pretty sure it ranks relatively high for Austin. Um, oh my after that would be Final Fantasy 16 for me. That blows my mind. Okay. I can't believe that, man. Didn't even make it to top 20. Yeah. Fuck. Um, dude. Give it its final farewell, man. I loved this game for a solid month i think while i was playing it i thought it was everything that i wanted final fantasy to be in the modern era because they were definitively going down the action rpg route i don't have a problem with the combat system being action oriented but as i kept playing there were just little things that irked me here and there. And the more that like I would play of it, the more that those things would kind of compound. Like just for instance, one of the things that they kind of talked about in the kind of press lead up to everything was how it wasn't going to be linear, that you were going to have these big hub areas that you could explore. And that is true to an extent. The thing that isn't true is that you don't get to explore the hub areas as soon as you enter those hub areas, at least not fully, because there are parts of it that are gated off behind progression, which is fine. But when you have when you have a history of games where 
it's built around the concept of kind of like openness and sort of like you like when you say that your design philosophy is this one thing and then it's not it is irksome and i know a lot of people will point this out and i think i point this out in the video that i'm working on final fantasy has never really been a true open world with the exception of 15 which even that to an extent is just large hub areas there's never been a truly open world final fantasy and most of the games are very linear like they really are they funnel you to a path and you go to that path and then that's what you do the thing about those older games though is it's cloaked in a sense of exploration you have multiple different screens for like individual like areas so like in for just for example final fantasy 10 you enter the Macalania woods and Macalania woods has if i'm not mistaken nine different screens that you travel across those screens are littered with very linear like pathing but there's nine of them so like it always feels like you're kind of exploring and the, all of the old games the ones that i really love do a really good job of cloaking the linearity that is hidden in them final fantasy 16 does not and it was built on the idea that or like at least they said it was built on the idea of having openness the same thing could be said about the combat system they said this is going to be fast and fluid and it's going to it's going to be the best combat system we've ever done it is fast and fluid and it does not take into account any sort of like elemental damage that creatures could perceive there's like the 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 upgrades to your weapons are just stat boosts there is no like any sort of like tactical thinking that goes into it you just go in you press a button it looks cool and then you move on to the next thing like even the abilities like there you have like these multiple different abilities that you can use you can use up to three at a time and it's literally just like okay i press this button to do damage i do this button to like freeze the enemy and then i do this button that'll kill the rest of the enemies that are on the screen like there's nothing to that game in terms of tactics or or like strategy like it's just go in press your button you're done it's 60 percent cutscenes, and i don't mind cutscenes in video games i really don't especially when it's a story-based game but like I spent more time watching fucking, like, movies, so to speak, than I did playing the fucking game. When I get to the 60-hour mark of a 70-hour RPG, and I still am not finished with my skill tree, like, the fact that I don't have my last ability, like, I have a fucking problem with that. I just... Everything, like I said, that kind of irked me a little bit earlier in my playthroughs and i was like oh it's okay like it's it's fine i look at it now and i'm just like dude this is literally what i have hated about fucking final fantasies since at least final fantasy 12 like this game doesn't do anything new it doesn't really bring anything into old players it 
literally is just kind of like a like bare bones kind of like let's try to get new players in it doesn't do anything well i hate saying that i want final fantasy to succeed i wanted this game to succeed and it just did not meet my expectations and that sucks yeah. That does suck coming from a hardcore Final Fantasy guy. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not necessarily going to say it. I mean, I think I was really, really, really enjoying my time with it, and then I fell off hard. Yeah. Like, I, I think that was shaping up to be what I thought at the time would be one of my favorite games of all time, and then it just, I was like, man, I can't anymore. And I stopped. And then you kind of echoed the, every thought that you just said. I mean, you, you, you kind of laid out for me back then, too, and I'm like, man, I'm kind of glad I stopped. And then, fast forward to the end of the year, and now I'm playing 7 Remake, and it's... It's so good, right? What, it's fucking perfect, dude, and it's doing what 16 could not do, and that's hold me. Like, I made it to... I told you last night I was on Chapter 9. Today I'm on Chapter 10. <laughs> uh, that's wild, it, man. man. So... Yeah, I, it is a great, fantastic game, whereas 16 might not be so much of that. Yeah. Uh, your call. Oh, shit. <clears throat> it is my turn. It do be you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to ask, but I, I have a feeling that it probably goes a little bit further. Uh, how do you feel about Paleo Pines, Dylan? No, no we can go here. Oh, okay. Um, cool. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was, I mean, this is one of those games that made it on my list. I didn't finish the game, but I invested a good bit of time with it, or to it, because I was playing with Sabrina. Um, but it's it's really simple. It doesn't do anything groundbreaking. It's 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 really cute, though. It's um, essentially just imagine Stardew with dinosaurs in kind of a 3D environment. Um, art style is really cute. I think it's a very kid-friendly game. And, I mean, the whole thing is you're, you, <laughs> just like Stardew, inherited this farm um, with a township really close by and you're trying to clean up the area that you live in and clean it up to bring in some dinosaurs that roam the world and when I say dinosaurs I don't mean like yeah I don't mean big ass gruesome looking T-Rexes I mean cute little cute triceratops and stegos and ankylosauruses and stuff like that I mean it's really a cute game with the uh, kind of like a uh, kind of reminds me of like a my time at porsche graphic style kind of very soft almost pastel colory um but it's lively too and it's a happy thing and i think sabrina did finish the game but she dumped i mean high double digits into it like 50 plus hours for sure um and just we had a good time with it, man. It's a great co-op. Or not co-op. Co-op hasn't been done yet, but like co-op, like if you're playing with your significant other, or maybe Austin, like you and Josie, were sitting side by side playing on your uh, switches mm-hmm. or something like that. Like I think co-op might be in the works, but it's not there yet. Um, but it's just a cute, fun game to play with someone you love, or if you don't uh, want to play with someone, just a cute game to sit back and dump like an hour into every day. One of those type of games. Hell yeah. Dude, yeah, I might actually buy this game for Josie. Yeah, it's real. Oh, I think she'd love it, man. I think, oh, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. I have to look into that. Is it, uh, how much was it? Do you remember? Was it like a full I, price game? 
I don't remember. We bought it on. Nope, $30 brand new. Yeah, okay. I don't. I didn't think it was a $60 game, but I didn't want to tell you it was like 50 or something. So, good. Hell yeah. Okay, cool. Awesome. Back to you, sir. Yep, your turn. Oh, Dylan, don't. Hey. Don't crucify me for this. Or okay. Dylan, I don't really care. All right. Um, Hogwarts Legacy. Not yet, but I'll give you just on it. That's fine. Um, that was a game that was nowhere near my radar. That was a game that came to us through Game Pass this year. Thanks, Xbox. Um, and I don't know if you guys have seen anything about this game or not, but nope. it I did not finish it. I'll say that there is a theme with a lot of these is that I, I played 24 games this year that came out in 2023, but I only finished half of that maybe, <clears throat> if that. Um, but this came out uh, late October, and it... um. It's a really peaceful game, and it's when I say it's open world, it's not. There's a linear path you follow, but this is not a game that you walk around and explore a map on. This is a game that's vertical, and it, it takes place with just straight climbing, dude. You, <laughs> like, I don't know how to describe it other than it's... This is on my backlog to finish this year because I think this is one of the innovative titles that came out this past year when it comes to like exploration and what you can do on a like limited surface, I guess. Because I say it's a vertical climbing thing, and it is. And the world just keeps going up and up and up, and the landscapes and the environment changes as you go up. You're this kid climbing with its little companion that hangs on your back, and you you go through like a dusky like canyon looking landscape to start but then you keep climbing and it gets like stormy with mossy grass all around you and like really windy and it's pushing you around obviously the higher you go for that you'll find like snow biomes and stuff and you just keep going up and up and up and there's just this little buddy this little just creature hanging out with you the whole time keeping you company and you're trying to bring i think life back to this world life back to this valley essentially um is what i picked up from it so really really cute um but i did not play enough of it to have a final opinion but it's definitely on the backlog because like i said i think it pushes pushes some boundaries of what um traditional adventure games are Hell yeah. Cool. Um, is it my turn? Uh, yeah, I believe it is. Um, Josh, can we do the finals right? here? Uh, let, let me... That'd be number 20? Let me do season. I'll give you season. Season, okay. Um, season is a cute little indie. It's available on PS4 and I think the Epic Game Store. <coughs> um, real sad game. It's uh, it's a, I mean that's that's probably the only way to really say what it is um, without giving too much away. But it's a it's a game very much dedicated to um, like memory and kind of like history, and I I think in a sort of weird way it is about growing up in like during the apocalypse kind of <laughs> in, in a weird way. Um, I, cause I mean like it is very much about that. Like the, the, the narrative is like the, that you're tasked with 
kind of like showing the world as it is right now during this quote-unquote season uh, before the next season comes. And when the next season comes, basically, like, everyone's memory will be wiped away and you're tasked with, like, basically recording history. Um, in a in a way, it, I think, has a lot to do with, like, uh, kind of, like, what we are going through right now with regards to like climate change and whether or not we're going to be able to leave anything behind for our children um it's a very like i said very sad game it is very meditative and is very dedicated again like i said to basically just memory and what we leave behind and uh it's very good um i think that the um Gameplay leaves a little bit to be desired because uh, there's not much of it. Um, but as a narrative, uh, I think it's very good. But Hell yeah. Oh, that makes me not want to play it because I'm not ready to be sad on another game. Yep. Damn it. <laughs> I, remember that, I remember it for the art style um, immediately. Yeah, the art style is gorgeous. Like, that's one of the the first things that like stood out to me about it was just how fucking beautiful yeah. it was. So, um, cool. Back to you. Back to me, uh, Austin. I have to assume oh. that. Wait, is this the speed round? Yes. Oh shit! Oh, shit! That is what we said. Shit. Okay. God damn. All right. No eulogies during this or what? Uh, we can we can do quick ones since it's supposed to be a speed round. We can do quick ones. Okay. Um, and we can self-sacrifice in here, right? No. If, if 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 I'm remembering this correctly, I thought that we could self-sacrifice during the speed round. Can we just not and be like extra ridiculous? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I think last year we did not self-sacrifice during a speed round. Okay. All right. In that case, uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Done. Damn, um, that's going to be my pick. Yeah, I mean, no one no one had the same attachment to it that I did this year. So, I mean, I'm not going to speak on it. I've done that enough. It was a game that I enjoy playing. Hell yeah. Austin. Oh boy. Um taking too long. The finals. Cool. <laughs> uh the finals is a real good uh multiplayer game. Uh I hope that it gets the support it needs uh, cuz I had a lot of fun with it. Hell yeah. Metroid Prime Remaster. <sighs> cool. Uh Metroid Prime Remaster is not really a remaster. That shit is more of a full-on remake. Uh, if you love the original Metroid, this, I mean, this was great. Uh, this was just to probably tide us over to Metroid Prime 4, which I, at this point, don't believe exists. <laughs> I don't think you're wrong. <laughs> I genuinely don't think that game exists, but Metroid Prime is one of my favorite GameCube games ever, and the remaster was fantastic. Uh, Starfield. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Starfield had me in its in its in its grasps uh, for a solid 
two days, three days, and then I fell off of it hard. I think other things came out and I just fell off of it. Okay. Well, I'm I'm honest to God surprised that it made it to 16. <laughs> That's true. We, it's for Tawny. It is for Tawny. It is for Tawny. Yeah, Tawny spent his whole, like, the Life. end of last year on that show. Yep. Yeah. He's still playing it right now as we <laughs> Yep. Uh, Austin. Oh, is it my turn again already? Damn. Yes. Yep. Um, Speed round, um, bitch. Resident Evil 4 remake. All right. Wow. Okay. All right. Uh, I can't say right. anything about it. Uh, what wouldn't have been my pick to go here? Um, I'm not the biggest fan of the original uh, original Resident Evil 4. Uh, I know that everyone likes to suck that game's dick. Um, I think that this game does what the original did, but better. Um, it's got better graphics. Okay. I think it's got better gameplay. Uh, it's still not my favorite Resident Evil. Um, Resident Evil 2 still holds that title, uh, both the remake and the original. Um, it's still a good game. It's re- it's a really good game. It's a very good action game. Uh, yeah, good stuff. Uh, Sonic Superstars. Oof. Um, okay, cool. Uh, kind of like Resident Evil 4, I would have liked to have seen this gone higher, but I also understand that at this point, uh, Sonic is very niche, and it's just not a game for really everyone. Um, I thought this game was fucking awesome. Um, it's a brand new uh, 2D or 3D side-scrolling Sonic game that, uh, surprisingly, doesn't just rip stages from previous Sonic games and puts a different coat of paint on them. That was one of my favorite things about this game. All of these stages felt like something I had never seen before in in uh, the uh, Sonic's previous catalog. Um, and it did a lot of things different, and it really stepped out and tried to kind of just do something a lot different from previous games, such as uh, like giving the Chaos Emeralds individual powers that buff you through gameplay. Like That was... They'd never done that before, and I, doing it now, I'm like, why didn't you guys do this fucking 20 years ago? But it, fantastic fucking game. Thank you. Cool. Uh, my turn, right? Yep. All right. Uh, God, I don't want to do this. I really don't want to do this, but Super Mario Wonder. I hate that so much. I knew it was coming, dude. The, it, I, well, Damn. Uh, hang on, hang on. It's fine. No, no, it's no, done. It's real, done. Real it's quick, done. Hang on, real quick. Are we allowed to self-sacrifice? No. Nope. Uh, fuck. Okay. It's done. Yeah, I mean, that's the it's only done. thing that's left. L- I'm going to hurt myself. Literally, that's the... Like, I I would have taken out Sea of I Stars. Know. I would have taken out Wolong. Sea of Stars is technically all of our games, because you took out Starfield, too. Oh, wait. Did we all... Pl- <laughs> it's done. Did we all... Hey, no, no, no. I, hang yeah, on. We did we all play Starfield. Sea of Stars? Because uh, I thought I, I was... A, I played a little bit of okay. it. Okay. I played about an hour and a half, two hours of it. All right. There we go. Sea of Stars. Oh, thank God. Dude, Super <laughs> Mario Wonder is my number five. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Shit. We're good. We're good. I, I thought <sighs> I was the only... Well, no, that's not r- true. You told me that you, you played it, and that's I why played, the, yeah, the soundtrack... Night, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, yes. And that's my, that's my speak for it. The soundtrack is awesome. <laughs> cool. Soundtrack is really, really good. Um, that brings it back to Austin. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, Super Mario Wonder. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, I I wasn't even mad at you. I think that. the only <laughs> one that's left between is uh, Wo Long Fallen Dynasty and Super Mario. I am gonna say Wo Long. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go Wo Long. Wo Long Fallen Dynasty is a really good game. Uh, it 
is not the best Souls-like I played this year, but uh, I was pleasantly surprised by it, given that it was made by Team Ninja, who is the guys who did Nier, or Neo, sorry. And I was not a fan of the two Neo games. I tried playing them <laughs> and did not like them. Um, but this one worked for me. Uh, it's a fictionalized version of the, the fall of the Han dynasty. Um, and it's very in line with, uh, Neo and Sekiro and it requires a lot out of you. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it was about this one in particular that clicked for me, but it clicked and I really enjoyed it. I had a lot of, a lot of fun. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, That's definitely a game from that year, from last year. I want to get to. Well, we're kind of fucked because it's my choice. Speed round still on, and there's only one game without an asterisk, and it's Super Mario. But I guess we know what it is. That sucks. That's fine. I know it's a self sacrifice, but really, it's not. Yeah, because everything is just self destructed. That's that. I would have rather someone else cut it than me. <laughs> um, damn, guys, I really wish you would have had a chance to play this this year. I saw that. I'm almost positive. I think all three of the boys on the other side played it. If I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. I think so um, too. And and beat it. I'm the I'm the exception, and I did not beat it. But I played the shit out of it. And I don't know if you guys watched anything, watched videos, have been interested in it at all. But this is such a fun time, man. And it takes, you know, good old 2D Mario and, well, not 2D, like 2.5D technically, side-scrolling Mario, platforming, back to basics, but also not. Like, I feel like this truly innovated how a side-scrolling Mario plays. There's a lot of things going on and, like, foreground, background, every bit of the world design is incredible. Um, I love getting to play like different characters you can co like not necessarily co-op but you can play along with people like this was in my opinion i did not play mario rpg this past year but i think this is like definitive mario experience going forward i know everyone loves the big like odysseys and you know all that shit Mm -hmm. this is what i love Mm. um and they did such a great job with it i'm trying to be quick because i know it's technically the speed round but it was such a fun time, and I enjoyed playing it. Sabrina was there with me, too. Um, love all the collectibles. Love, like, navigating the old school, like, almost like board game, like, moving from world to world type of deal. Like, that was a lot of fun, too. Um, just great game, and I hope you all get to play it. Hell yeah. It's on my list. Yeah, One day. on my list. I really want to get to it. I, lo- I also yeah. really love the old school, like, sc- sc- yes. side-scrolling Mario games. Like, um, what was it? Super Mario World? Or no, New, New Super Mario Brothers. That's what it was. New, yep, 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 yep. I, I love that mm-hmm. fucking game. I think that game's fucking Dude. excellent. I think both, if you sit down and play, the, like, you and Kayla would have a blast. Oh, I'm it, sure. And Austin, you and Madison. Yeah, it's really great. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Cool. Top ten, baby. Top ten. Um, and I guess I'm, I get to make the, the cut, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, looking at this list, look, looking, looking at, at 
my list. I don't even want to look, look at it. <sighs> Can't self-sacrifice, nope, right? Nope, we cannot self-sac. Good, that's awesome. So, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Uh-oh. I think that's Austin's number five. <sighs> that's fine. Uh, Is that your number five? Um. Yeah. No. Uh. No. No. It's. Uh. It's four. It's my number four. Okay. Is Fire Emblem Engage your number five? Nope. What the Fire fuck? Fire Emblem Engage is uh. Fire Emblem Engage is my number three. What the fuck is your number five? Is your number five Ooh, Marvel Spider Man two? It is Marvel Spider Man. <laughs> okay. Uh. And I know that that's. I'm relatively positive that that's Dylan's number yeah, one, so yeah. I don't want it to go out here. Are you okay with with Tears of the Kingdom? Um, yeah, I'm because you know I I understand it didn't click for everybody the way that it clicked for me, but so I'm I'm okay with letting it go here. Okay, all right. Well, uh, I'll say this: I want to get back to this game because I think that. I there must be something wrong with me because everyone thinks it's the greatest fucking thing. Um, I wouldn't say that. Well, regardless, I want to I want to see yeah. if there's something that I'm missing. Um, because, like I said, everybody else thinks it's really good. So uh, I thought the art style was beautiful, um, and I I like the building mechanic. I think that that's cool. But, yeah, not for me. At least not this year. Um, so, <clears throat> Tears of the Kingdom, uh, for long-time listeners, was kind of my shtick for, like, the first little bit of this podcast. Every single episode, uh, I said I was going to buy the most expensive version that was available. And I did. The most expensive Western version. Um, I fucking love this game. This was everything that I wanted out of a sequel of Breath of the Wild. Uh, Breath of the Wild was uh, one of my favorite games of all time, and it I don't quite know if Tears of the Kingdom knocks it out, but it, it comes really close to replacing it, dude. Uh, this game did so many cool fucking things, having the entirety of Hyrule that it's not too different, but it's different enough uh, from the Breath of the Wild version of Hyrule that kind of made it feel newer. It didn't feel like I was exploring the same fucking landscape over. Um, but then you also had an entire other map above you being the Sky Islands that offered all kinds of really ridiculous fucking puzzles and trials. And then a secret that Nintendo managed to fucking keep all the way up until launch day was adding an entire underground area that is literally the exact same size as the Hyrule above it. Give That's just teeming. With crazy looking fucking monsters, crazy death traps, lots of really valuable loot. Um, I don't think the story was necessarily... It's not my favorite Zelda story. Um, I think that the whole Zelda time travel thing was kind of silly. Um, and I, I really wish they would have moved away from that stupid fucking system they did in Breath of the Wild of having very important story elements be locked to um, locations you have to specifically find, except even in Breath of the Wild, they were nowhere near as fucking tedious as they are in Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom. But Tears of the Kingdom feels significantly more important 
the memory spots in Breath of the Wild were more of kind of Zelda, this universe's version of Zelda and Link's backstory, whereas this is kind of the memory glyphs and tears of the kingdom were kind of the whole fucking story. Um, aside from the four guardians that you have to help, um, super fucking awesome. Having to fight Ganon again at the end. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, tears of the kingdom was the first time that Ganon's full powered form has been a main series boss since twilight princess. Uh, I could be wrong on that, but I don't think that I am. And I loved it, man. Uh, very, very good game. I was very excited for it. Uh, and it, I, I, to me personally, it lived up to my hype. Heck yeah, dude. I, I wish that it did that for us, but I'm, I'm glad that it did it for you. Me too. I spent a lot of money on it. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, bought the game twice. Damn. Back to you, Poppy. Oh, it is my turn. Okay. No, no. it's Austin. Yeah. Well, I don't know why I... Is it? I yeah, called you Poppy, right. that's why. <clears throat> oh, okay. Um, hmm. Fuck, dude. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to go with Street Fighter 6. Uh, I think you're gonna have to look elsewhere. Yeah, I knew that was gonna happen. Actually, well, <laughs> hang on. Let me look at the games that are left on the list because we have Street Fighter Six, Marvel Spider Man Two, Lies of P, Hi Fi Rush, Engage, Diablo Four, Baldur, Armored Four, and Alan Wake Two. I really didn't feel like there was any way that game went higher than anything else that's on this list. Fuck. Well, you need to understand. But I also Josh can't is about to have place. the biggest conniption of his life if this goes out here, which I'm leering, I'm leaning towards he is going to allow, but you need to give him a moment because he's about to whoop your candy ass. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I mean, I, I know that Hi-Fi Rush is higher on this list for Dylan than, than yeah, fuck. Hold the fuck, Josh. Hi-Fi Rush, okay. You said, gave me oh. the biggest fucking roller coaster last night, and if you do this to me right now, dude... <laughs> I'm gonna give you. Just, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you that Hi-Fi Rush is my number five game of the year, and it's not going out here. My number four game of the year, Street Fighter Six, is going out here. <sighs> Josh, I'm okay, dude. Oh my god, I'm okay with Hi-Fi going out here because I know how much Street Fighter enamored you this year i heard it last night austin did not <laughs> so i know what's happening right now i do not want hi-fi rush to lose here but i'm glad it's top 10 no hi-fi rush uh, it's is my number five i'm relatively positive it's your number two um i i'm okay i'm okay with with street fighter six going out here wait there's a game missing from this list it's my fault. Oh my god. What? What game? It's Assassin's Creed Mirage. Holy, Holy shit. shit. How did you do and that? And I'm I'm going to be I don't know because I swear to god I had it on here, but I think I have two separate lists. Um <laughs> That is my number 2 game of the year and Hi-Fi Rush is my number 3. Holy shit. Yep. 
That's crazy. That's a fuck up on my okay. part. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess that's a pre-mirage <laughs> top five honorable mention. I guess. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Oh, well, that's funny as shit. But you know what? It's spared from having to go through this. <laughs> that's true. That's true. You spared it the pain. <sighs> yeah, because I think that it, awesome. I I think that it would probably go out here at nine, right? <laughs> like, or at ten. Oh, I give Hi Fi Rush. No, oh. it's my number two. Like, okay. Uh... Yeah, I would fight hard for that. Like, it's not a perfect game, but it gave me Anton. Oh shit! Yeah, you. Enjoyment. I don't know what fucking number I thought I heard you say, but. Yeah, no, it's my number two, dude. I platinum that All shit. Right, well, in that case, I mean. But we we can't add it. So Hi-Fi Rush is my number three. Uh, I'm. W- so... I feel like we have to add it, right? <laughs> That's going to completely throw off the numbers. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, let's just keep it an honorable mention. Okay, all right. I'm sad with that because I truly did fuck up. I had two lists, and I think I have two separate lists. That's unfortunate. That's funny. I mean, all we've got to do is just make things one more. Complicated. Yeah, I mean, technically it can go to 31 this year. It would be one more than last year. Um, I'm okay with doing that. If you want to do that because it's your number two... I think that if you're okay with that and Austin's okay with that, can we put Hi-Fi Rush here? Yeah. Okay. Okay. 100%. God, dude. 100%. I have the other list pulled up right here. Which means that technically Hi-Fi Rush is at number 10 and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom just (laughs) missed out. On a top ten. <laughs> it's about to die. Oh no! You're gonna make me relapse just like you did last year. <laughs> what did I do last year? What did I do? You know what you did. <laughs> oh, here it goes. <laughs> you know what you did, you dusty bastard. What did I? What was your game of the year last year? I don't remember, dude. I thought it was Elden Ring. I thought it was Elden Ring was. too. No. No, it wasn't Elden Ring. It was uh, Digimon Survival. Oh, that's right. That's right. Elden Ring was my number two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, uh, let's, I guess, talk about Hi-Fi Rush, your number three game of the year. My number four. <laughs> or, no, my number five, sorry. Um, I love this game. I think this game's real good. Uh, we talked about it last night. I like the Saturday morning cartoonness of it all really worked for me. The action sort of like rhythm combat worked for me. Um, I, I really fucking like this game. I thought it was really good. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't really have much else to say that I didn't say last night. Cause I, I waxed lyrically about how I love Corsica so much. Um, I mean, I think that, I think we might've said it last night on the category show, but it's like, this was a huge surprise to everyone Mm -hmm. when it dropped. Right. And I think it kind of set the precedent of how good 2023 was going to be in terms of what we were going to get. This was a shadow drop. We didn't know we wanted it kind of reinvigorated a genre with, combining a hack and slash with a rhythm game 
um, incorporated fantastic boss fights with an incredible soundtrack and a crazy ensemble of a cast that you really wanted to get to know, whether it was Corsica, Peppermint, Macaron, you know, even Chai himself. Um, like, everyone was fucking great. And that Saturday morning cartoon, self-shaded, comic-looking vibe mixed with, like, trying to do your very best so you could hit that S rank. Like, it was... It was perfect, man. Like, I mean, it started the year off great for me. And I um, am looking forward to going back to a new playthrough. I didn't do any of the DLC stuff that came out. Um, so that's going to be fun. I think it came out. I hope it came out. So I don't sound like an idiot. <laughs> but, um, yeah, great game and great last boss fight, too. I love all the twists and turns throughout the throughout the game. I hope that it kind of spawns more. I hope there is definitely a sequel or something else within that kind of universe that comes from it. Hmm. Same, same. Real good yeah. game. Uh, um, it's your turn now, to, right? To me, I, I think yeah. I think it has to be Street Fighter Six here. Uh, like lo- looking at my <laughs> list is my number four. I like Austin's number. Well, his. No- can I just can I just ask something? Yeah. Where does Baldur's Gate fall on your list? For me. Yeah. Mm, can I say? Ooh, I, mm. it's number three for me. Oh, it's I number three for you. Actually, be my number five. Yep, it's number. It's I... number three. It's it's literally a toss up between three and two for me right now because I keep thinking of what I keep thinking about how much I fucking loved Lies of P and how much I'm loving Baldur's Gate right now. Oh my god, dude. I really didn't think it even touched your top five. I'm not going to lie. Really? Yeah, because it didn't touch mine. So, uh, fuck. Austin, you said it is your five? Uh, I don't... I feel like it is. I really love Baldur's Gate 3, and I think it's just such a uh, geniusly designed game. I don't know that that's the proper way to say that, but I don't fucking care. Um... But I'm also not... I'm still in Act 1, because I keep starting over and doing different shit. So, like... Yeah, but no. You know? That's crazy. Yeah. So, Josh, uh, it comes down to you, then, because I was going to say Baldur's Gate here, but if you want Street yeah, Fighter I, I, here over that, that's crazy. I, okay. personally, I like Baldur's Gate over Street Fighter. Um, but... I got you, man. I feel that. And I wasn't doing that to be disrespectful to the Baldur's Gate community. I fucking loved what I played through that game. Um, but I, I know Street Fighter means a lot to you, too. Yeah. Yeah, Street Fighter is... so. All right. Street Fighter is one of those games that I feel like I have been playing for forever. Um, I have very strong memories of playing Street Fighter 2 on my Sega Genesis um, back in the day, I fucking really, really loved that game. I played the absolute fuck out of it. Um, what was it, what was the version that was for the the any or the was it? Um, I you know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. <coughs> <laughs> I feel like I've been playing Street Fighter for the longest fucking time, and Street Fighter V was such a massive fucking letdown, 
especially when you consider how good Street Fighter 4 was. Like, Street Fighter 4 wasn't the best Street Fighter, but it was still really good. Street Fighter 5 was not. And it launched with the, like, worst of the worst in terms of, like, uh, just, again, I hate using this word content, but, like, it left such a bad taste in my mouth and I think everyone's mouth. Um, and so I wasn't expecting this game to be great. I was not sold on the art style of it. Um, when they first revealed, I was like, Oh, I, I don't know. That kind of looks different. Like, I don't know if I like it, but like, the more that they showed of it, the more I was like, oh, you know what? I I might give this a shot. I, I might actually, you know, play this. And then I was enamored with it the second that I got in there and started fucking around with, like, pretty much anything in the game. The little, like story modes where you have your characters stories kind of play out in those little like comic book style panels. Those panels were gorgeous. The fights themselves are very, very like fun and easy to get into for people who are not good at fighting games for beginners. And then like, if you want to get more nuanced in it, like all of the really hardcore fighting game stuff is still in there. If you want to sit there and analyze frame data and like moves and, you know, throws and, and, and cancels and all of that shit. If you really want to fucking get into it, you totally can, but it's still got that layer of accessibility to it that, for me, being a bad fighting game player fucking worked. Then, like, you layer on this entire world. Uh, I, I forget what it, like, I, it might have actually been called world. But, like, you have that entire, like, uh, story mode. Which, I I don't think I ever remember a Street Fighter ever having a fucking story mode. That's wild to me. And it's surprisingly good like it's very anime it's very shonen for sure but like it, <laughs> it's good dude like i like it it works for what it does and i fell in love with like some of the new characters like manon i just love her i think that she's so fucking cool uh i think if i'm not mistaken her name is marissa the sort of like gigantic like, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I loved her. I loved her design. I thought it was very good. Like, um, just I, everyone. I, I just, I fell in love with every single one of these characters. And I loved what they did with the old characters where they updated them to kind of, like, show that, like, yes, time has passed. Chun-Li is now yep. older. Ryu and Ken are now older. Like, all of it kind of helped to show you that Street Fighter was not stuck in the past, that it was not resting on its laurels, that it was going to do something new and it was going to do something exciting and you were going to enjoy it. And I fucking did. I literally, the only reason that it didn't make my number three spot is because Baldur's Gate came out. Like, oh, well, not Baldur's Gate came out, but because I started playing Baldur's Gate. Like, 
I love Street Fighter Six. I think it's the best fucking fighting game I've played in a very long time. Like, like, like Mortal Kombat Nine, long time. Like over ten years. Damn. I love this game. Um, yeah, I I can't say much else about it other than like that. It's great. It, it it's fucking great. I I love it. Hell yeah. Back to you, Captain. <clears throat> oh, me? Yeah. Shit. Okay. Um, well, we can't get rid of Spider-Man yet. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Okay, now that we've gotten, like, you guys know what my, I think you guys basically know what my top five is. Yeah, uh, yeah. Spider-Man ranked number eight for me. Um, so there's that. Um, Is that your way of picking Spider-Man? No, I, I can't. It's I'm relatively positive it's Dylan's number one. It is. Um, <laughs> Austin, are you okay with Engage going here? Sure. What was that for you? What number was that? Engage is Engage is three for me. Yeah. So what's um, my number four? Oh nope. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean that's fine. That's okay. I guess I have. There are two other games that uh, I think on my list that I think I would want to go way higher. So that's cool. Engage can go higher. Okay. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. You fucking bitch. Um, I want to. I want to play it. I love Fire Emblem, or at least sure? Modern Fire Emblem. Um, mm-hmm. I really want to get to this game. You should. It's fantastic. Um, yeah, I. Uh, this was uh, uh, another game. Uh, well, I guess really the only one of two games that came out this year that I love so much that I spent an unreasonable amount of money on. Because um, I definitely did not pay retail for that collector's edition. I paid a scalper price, um, I, but I I loved it. It's very I understand. I can understand why somebody wouldn't like it. The story is very, the story is some of the most anime I think I've ever seen Fire Emblem do. Um, it like the ending is really cheesy and corny and has this whole like power of friendship beat to it. But I for what it was i really enjoyed it man i put a shit ton of time into this game uh the whole emblem system of having these different rings that can basically contain the souls of previous extremely popular fire emblem characters i mean this game really felt like a celebration of the franchise overall um you know despite a, a lot of people really hated some of the art style or some of the character designs in this game uh, like the main character Alir, I think got memed into being like a uh, a merch ad for Colgate toothpaste, <laughs> which I totally understand. Um, but I loved it. Everything about it, I love the art style. I love the combat system, and, and it's basically just the same old Fire Emblem, but it has this new um, uh, emblem system twist to it that that made it really really fucking enjoyable, and I loved it. It's a great game. Hell yeah. Cool. Um, and back to Austin. Yep. Oh, shit. 
Alright, well, uh, I guess my next pick is going to be Assassin's Creed Mirage. And you can have it. Alright. Oh, shit. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not going before fucking Spider-Man. I can tell you that. Yeah, I, well, Damn. I figured that you would want to offer up Baldur's Gate. I do, but it made it further for you than I ever thought it would, and I think it's his number five, so I I didn't know how that was going to work out. Uh, I think Spider-Man ends up being his number five, so... Yeah, it does, because I actually finished Spider-Man. I'm currently still actively playing Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. I hate it, but I, like, I don't have a, like... Your love for Assassin's Creed Mirage, I'm sure... I think you would argue comes over by love of Baldur's Gate 3. I mean, I would agree, but that's just because I'm a huge fan of the series. So that's All right, well, okay. How, how, what, what if we do... Uh, okay, if Assassin's Creed goes out here, I guess Baldur's Gate would go next, right? Is that fair to say? Sure. Yeah. Because that would be my be pick, yeah. yes, and I would choose Baldur's okay. Gate. All right, yeah. Damn. Um, so my eulogy for Mirage, I talked a lot about it last night, and I'll say it again. This was all about Basim's journey, finding out everything that came before Valhalla and starting with him on the streets of Baghdad and then finding his way into the Assassin's Brotherhood. And this goes back to basics with true assassin stealth, like you're using throwing knives and poison darts and exploding traps on the ground and smoke bombs, and you are trying to pilot your way through as stealthily as possible. I mean, you can go in, you know, guns ablazing if you wanted to, but you're not going to want to because this is the Assassin's Creed gameplay that we haven't had in a very, very long time. Um, I think the I think it leaves a lot to be desired. I think. Um, parkour could have been a little better um combat could have been a little more intuitive but i still had a thoroughly enjoyable time with it and i think baghdad is like something that we haven't gotten to see in a very long time i think there's a lot of open just nothingness when it came not and not in a bad way not all the time but like valhalla had just a lot of open nothingness and then there was just a lot of open water and odyssey and it's kind of a pain to traverse but Baghdad was you know boots on the ground there's nothing crazy that you're doing I mean you had a horse but that was it um, and it felt good it felt well paced and man it was just a really great story and a lot of kind of subtle things and a lot of the side quests that play a key factor into Valhalla later I thought was really cool um there's one... Uh, I'm not going to ruin it for anyone. Fuck it. No one's going to play Valhalla. There's a, in, in Valhalla, you meet Bassam and his apprentice, Haytham, and that's when Eivor comes into Ooh. play. And then in um, uh, fucking Mirage, you're going through Baghdad as uh, Bassam, and he's already an assassin at this point, but you hear this kid crying out for help. He's stuck on a tower. And it's like, oh, damn. So you climb up there. His friends are call, you know, calling up to him. Hey, you got to get down safely. Don't do anything stupid. And you get up there and you start talking to this kid. And he's just trying to become brave so he can join the hidden ones. Uh, but he got up there and he's terrified to jump. Like, it's, it's not good. And 
Bassam's like, well, if you see me do it, can you do it? He said, yeah, I'm a great learner. Bassam does a leap of faith. And he gets down and he calls up to him, it's your turn, kid. And the kid jumps and he does not do leap of faith. He jumps feet first and he screams the whole way down. It's fucking hilarious. And um, <clears throat> he gets down and he's like, I did it, I did it, thank you. And uh, um, he was like, I couldn't have done that without you. I really appreciate it. And um, he's like, you're one of them, aren't you? And Bassam's like, when you become of age, come find me, essentially. And he starts to run away. And Bassam's like, what's your name? And he's like, it's Hatham. And it's just really cool to see because that eventually becomes his apprentice later on. So there's a lot of stuff like that scattered throughout the game that does world building for both this and Valhalla. And I think that's wonderful. And it just brought me back to basics and I loved every bit of it. Hell yeah. Cool. Hell yeah. All right. Um, it is your turn, but I, I want to throw this out there first. Baldur's Gate. I want to throw this out there first. Although it ranks lower than the game that I'm going to potentially give you, um, I think that I think we're going to run into a problem when we get into our top threes because all of us have very different games of the year. Well, here's my thing. Mine's not making it to top three. So You don't think so? I don't even care. No, and I'm fine with it not. I, at this point in time, I'm going for a different game of the year. Okay. Yep. I, if you're okay with that, then sure. All right. Get Baldur's Gate out of this fucking stupid goddamn doesn't deserve top five bullshit. <laughs> Jeez. Joking. I'm joking. I had a Jeez. great time with it. <laughs> Um, I think it's, I'm the only one who has it in my top five. So I guess I'll speak on it first. Um, Baldur's yep. Gate 3 is literally, uh, everything that you could ever want out of a D&D &D video game. Um, it literally takes D&D &D and puts graphics to it. And that's fucking sick. Um, from a game design perspective, from like a, this is how like we want this game to be played. Uh, I don't think that there's a stronger game on this list. I really don't. Um, I, I'm baffled at, I like, I know that they had a very long early access period and that they got a lot of uh, money from backers and that they got a lot of like, just like time to sit and craft this thing. But the amount of, like, spoken dialogue in this game is absurd. Every single character yeah, is crazy. voiced. Like, what? The game, I, I said it last night, I think the game is gorgeous. Like, it is not, I, I don't think that it's quite on the same level uh, as, what did we end up giving it to last night? I can't remember. Um, Art direction? Yeah. Uh, Art, I'm looking at it right uh, now. It was Lies of P. That's sad that I can't remember. Um, okay. <laughs> like I, I don't think that it's I don't think that it's on the same level as uh, Lies of P or, in my opinion, Alan Wake Two. Um, but like, it's still really, really beautiful. It's very 
easy on the eyes and the way that like each of the environments are 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 different from one another is is cool to me like even i i said it last night but even like the fact that you've got the grove and it's kind of like this nice little grassy area with where the druids are and stuff like that but it's kind of surrounded by like these cave tunnel type things and then you go outside of it and it's almost like it's not like a, a it's not a desert per se but like it's very rocky and like dirty that's the only word i can think of at the moment and then you just go over like one little spot and you're in this kind of like almost like overgrown little city that then leads into the the swamp area with like uh auntie ethel and then like you've got the the goblin camp and that's all in act one like and then that's not even mentioning the stuff like the underdark like there's i don't know the game from level design from like uh, like art direction like uh, all the way across the board is very good but then the number one thing to me that stands out about this game like just even taking aside the very very cool game design elements where like your main character can die and then be brought back to life and then remember stuff that happened to them like the fact that they died like that's a really cool fucking thing but like the characters in this game are so impeccably written that like i don't i genuinely don't think that this game would ever be my game of the year because my game of the year speaks to me on a very different level and it speaks to me very much so. But I could easily see this passing Lies of P for me because the way that these characters interact, the way that their backstories are written, their wants, their needs, their desires, like just everything about them makes me want to play the game more i keep getting pulled into these fucking character stories and i am in love with at least two of them possibly three of them <laughs> like they're it's wonderful i i don't know how a game like this was made just period but the fact that it got made and had the mainstream success that it did is kind of fucking astounding, honestly. Yeah. I'd say it's equal to that of Elden Ring from last year, if not yeah. more. Seriously, yeah. Yeah, real shit. Yeah. All right, so that was my choice, so that takes it to you, sir. Um, all right. Uh, uh, I don't think... Uh, Dylan, you only have one left, right? Um, yeah. Uh, two, technically. Oh, yeah, you guys both played Diablo 4. Diablo 4. Nope. Uh, I mean, I can't self-sacrifice. I can't self-sacrifice, so it's either Take that it. or Spider-Man. So Spider-Man goes. Are you sure? Yep. <sighs> yep. Okay. Um. Can't, can't, before... before you wax lyrically about your favorite game of the year. Um, <laughs> do you care if I shit on it first? <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Spider-Man 2 doesn't do anything better than Spider-Man 2018 at all. 
I, I think Spider-Man 2018 is the far superior game. Uh, it takes away. Okay, that's crazy. It takes away shit from Spider-Man 2018 that I, I personally think is better. Like, where are the, all the fucking spider gadgets? Um, the emotional highs of Spider-Man 2018 vastly outweigh what's going on in any of the stuff here. Like, and I like a lot of the stuff here, especially the stuff with Miles' story. We talked about that a lot last night. Um, I, I just don't. Everything that I liked about this game, I liked better in 2018. And I kind of feel similarly, actually, about Miles Morales, but I actually think Miles Morales is better than this game. Um, I don't know. I, it's not a bad game by any means. I don't think it, that it's nearly as good as everyone else thinks it is. I do think it's better than 2018. I don't think the gadgets... I mean, we lost some gadgets, but then we got awesome new features added into it as well. Like, with like just like making your own zip lines and being able to walk across it. Like yeah, that is There cool. were things that were taken away, and then there were things added. And the story... Two vastly different stories, I'll say that for sure. I think the first story, we focused on loss a lot when it came to... Miles' dad, when Mm -hmm. it came to Aunt May, when it came to Peter losing his adoptive father, essentially. The whole theme of that one was loss and Peter recovering. And then this one, I mean, for me, the themes were really pushing friendship. And we talked about it last night. For the first part of this game, Harry was a great side Mm -hmm. character because he came back and he was Peter's best friend. And it's like, holy shit, we've never really got to see this dynamic fleshed out like this outside of a comic. And it was a lot of fun. They were just goofy little nerds that turned into superheroes together. And they were hanging out and fighting crime. But in doing so, we also had Miles in the game. And we, I'm not going to say we because we understand it. The consumer base that played this game got super mad because they felt like, for there being two Spider-Men in this game, this wasn't Miles' story. And both you and I kind of disagreed yeah. on that. Uh, kind of disagree with that. And the reason being is because the whole time that we're playing as Peter and Harry, we're thinking about Miles. And I think what they did was so brilliant, whether they intended to do it or not. But by showing us this really cool and happy relationship with Peter, and he's doing great, you and I are sitting here thinking, Peter, you're kind of being a dick, mm-hmm. dude. And this is fucking Spider-Man is my favorite superhero. Miles Morales in particular, so maybe I'm a little biased. But what they did was took something away from us because we had this great mentor relationship. We had a great brother relationship with Peter and Miles. And we saw how great they could do together at you know through Spider-Man 2018 a little bit here and there of uh, Miles Morales. And in here, we're kind of, I expected to see way more of that relationship. And instead they took it away from us and it made us mad. And it made me feel the hurt that Miles was feeling at the time. You could hear it in Miles's voice. And I think the voice actor did such a great job. Yeah. Naji Jeter is fantastic in that fucking game. Yes everyone did such a great job in this game with that and i feel like for that reason for that strong emotional reaction that at least i had to it it parallels 2018 
because I felt lost from that first game. I cried when Aunt May passed uh-huh. away. Like, that hurt. And in this game, I was mad at my favorite superhero because he was being a little shit to the person that looked up to him most in this world and one of the people that needed him most after losing his father. And what we got was Miles saying, I'm going to do it my own way. And Miles stepped up. He faced Martin Lee. He was the bigger man. He spared Martin Lee. He went toe-to-toe with Craven, Venom, Symbiote, Peter. He was the bigger, better, badder Spider-Man in this game, through and through. This game says Spider-Man 2, and when I think of Spider-Man, the one that stood out in this game was Miles. And it was so fun to watch this story. And it stood out to me as the better story for that reason, like everything that I just said. And then they just expanded on New York as a city entirely. Like, New York was fucking massive to begin with, and now it's almost... I felt like it was doubled in size, truly. But they made it so easy and fun to traverse. The wingsuit was such a great idea. The introduction of wing tunnels, and then just different abilities that you can do with the web slinging, like doing the full-on pendulum swing, just going super far and launching yourself. Great idea for that. Makes traversing the giant city much easier. But then... I feel like there was a respectable amount of collectibles and there were a a respectable amount of side quests. And I was able to platinum this game, do all the side quests, do all the collectibles, spend time taking photos, you know, doing the story, just exploring New York City. And I felt like it delivered me something that I haven't ever had and that is a perfectly packaged game. Like by the time that I was done with it and I put the controller down, I said to myself, I am so satisfied because it delivered all of this. I can go back and play it at any time on a new story and you know relive everything that I did if I wanted to or just pick up where I left off and go take photos and explore New York. I don't care. I felt like this was such a fun time for me and it really expanded on who my favorite superhero was. And it's, it is Miles Morales. Um, but yeah, it was just... It was a really great time, dude. I came like every like i'm it's happening now with final fantasy 7 i'll be honest with you it's all i think about it's all i thought about when it came out i was at work i was at the gym i was in the shower i was eating dinner whatever i was thinking about playing spider-man and it's very rare that a game makes me feel that way yeah cool all right right. yeah but it's at number five because it sucks yeah it's the worst game on this list um (laughs) Awesome. Do you have anything nice to say uh, about Spider-Man before we move on? Um, yeah. I mean, I I re I really fucking enjoyed it uh, in a very similar way to uh, Tears of the Kingdom and Breath of the Wild. I thought this was a very good sequel. Um, there's some things that I'm not crazy uh, big on, like uh, kind of like what you uh, talked on. I don't think that the story is as good as 2018 um and then just kind of i guess just kind of a little nitpick for me i thought the suit selection was way fucking worse than 2018 um especially oh sorry dylan because i know you really like some of them but especially those fucking digital deluxe pre-order every single one of those suits looks fucking hideous and i think it's atrocious they charge you extra money for those um but as far as the main game is concerned, it's it's a very safe and very good sequel. 
Cool. All right. Um, so I guess that's Austin's awesome. turn. Oh man. I mean, I have. I literally only have two choices here, Josh. Yep. Which choice do you want it to be, Big Dog? This lies of P. Alrighty. Lies of P at number four. Lies of P is definitively my favorite Souls like. Um, that's kind of fucking crazy to think about, um, considering that you know it's fucking <laughs> it's not developed by FromSoft. It's not fucking um, like. I, I kind of don't think it's as good as Elden Ring in, in some ways, but like for everything that it doesn't do that those FromSoft games does, it does something different. And I think that like in this day and age, it's hard to find that sort of thing. That's I mean, that's part of the reason that I didn't like Spider-Man 2. Uh, if I'm just being frank, I don't think that they did enough to change it and make it uh, like... I don't know, better than 2018. Um, and Lies of P, it rips all of those really great things out of those FromSoft games. It takes the level design. It takes the uh, parrying and the, like, the very... I don't want to say timing-focused because that's not entirely true, but, like, that, that sort of mental acuity that you have to have in order to play those FromSoft games... It takes those and it, like, polishes that perfection and then adds new things on top of it. Which, like, as much as I love Elden Ring and I think that it's the best FromSoft game, I don't think that it did enough to differentiate itself from what had come before. Like, it's the best FromSoft game, in my opinion, by a pretty pretty wide margin. Lies of P is, for me, better because it does stuff different. It gives you the, uh, like, how many different progression trees are there? There's, like, there's the, the P organ. There's the, uh, the leveling system itself. There's the weapon upgrades. There's the, uh, like, different um, ways that you can do your... Uh, I'm trying to think of the, the name of it. Like, the... Um, it, it's your arm, your, your metallic arm. Like, there are at least four different progression systems at any given time. And all of those interlock with the combat in, like, really interesting ways where, like you can utilize your arm as a gadget to kind of get close to your enemies or or push them back or you can use it to have elemental damage while you're battering away with like a really like strong fucking like uh heavy weapon and then you've got the the like weapon crafting sort of system where like you can literally take a handle that it, you know, has a certain sort of like move set attached to it, but also has the additional purpose of like, um, what like your your damage scaling. So you could attune it to say your dex. So you have a dex based handle, but you have this massive fucking meaty sword blade attached to it. So you're doing crazy big damage, but you're also still able to do it with like a fast sort of move set. Like, 
Lies of P does everything that I could ever want a Souls-like to do. And it does it all well. And that's not even like mentioning like the fucking story, which is, I think, very, very good and tackles a lot about what it means to be a human and, and it tackles a lot of stuff about grief and how we process grief. I really think that it is a fucking shame that this game didn't get more fucking love at the game awards. I really think that it's a shame that it has kind of gotten overlooked in game of the year talks because I really do think, I really do think that it does everything that fucking Baldur's Gate does. I think that it does everything that Spider-Man two does. I think it does everything that Alan Wake two does. Like it's, it is not getting the love that it deserves, and I think that that's a fucking shame because it is a top-tier, excellent game that should have been on way more list than it was. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> is it me? Out at number th- four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is yep, you. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. So. Um, I think it's... I need... No, I need to talk to you real quick. Okay. When I say I need to talk to you. Um, so, my pick to win this, unfortunately, right now is Diablo 4. Okay. Uh, because I think it's a great game. I think that's something we can talk expansively on here in a little bit. But, I can't take out Armored Core right now because then it goes to your pick. And then you take out Diablo, and then that just leaves Austin taking out Alan Wake, and uh, we can't do that because I need this game to win. (laughs) So unfortunately, I have to vote for Alan Wake to go out right here so I can have Diablo win. Okay. No. Um. Well, (laughs) here's the thing. Okay. I, I would like to be on record saying that I'm totally cool with AC6 going out at three, but I... So I'll do that, but then that leaves Josh to cut Diablo 4, and neither one of us wants that. See, so here's the thing. This is why I said we should not cut Baldur's Gate 3 <laughs> at, <laughs> at fucking uh, 6, because there's not another game that we all three played that we all feel very strongly about. I feel like that was the only one. Sorry, go ahead. I feel like that was the only game from this year that all three of us played that we all felt strongly about. Yeah. Um, I am okay, I think, with Alan Wake 2 not winning our game of the year. I think. Um. (laughs) because A, I'm the only one who played it, and B, it is very, very, very specific to me. I think that a lot of what that game is doing speaks to me being a creative person and having to struggle with uh, what it means to be creative and what it means to have your own work kind of hate you and you hate it back. Uh, I think it has a lot of things going on that speak to me very directly. 
here's the thing. Diablo 4, I haven't played. But when I look at that game, I... And again, I cannot say this definitively because I have not played it. But when I look at that game, I kind of see everything that's wrong with video games right now. Everything's supposed to be a service. Everything's supposed to be you spending more money to get things into it. It's Everything's a fucking season. Everything is like... Spend your time with this one thing and don't worry about anything else. And I kind of think that that's fucking shit. Like, I kind of really, really, really genuinely think that that's a shitty fucking way to look at art as opposed to, like, entertainment, I guess, maybe is the word. And, like, I don't... I haven't played Diablo 4. I cannot say definitively whether or not it's a great game. I've heard nothing but good things from pretty much everyone who's played it. But mm-hmm. to me, video games are not just entertainment. They are art. And I think that Diablo 4 airs much more on the entertainment and consumerism side of things as opposed to an art installation. I can understand your point, but I think I kind of disagree with it for the fact that none of it is forced. You can pay the $60 entry for Diablo 4 and not spend a single dime and still get the full enjoyment of every bit of content that's coming after launch. Yeah, I've never paid for anything. In the no, game. yeah, sure. I Every... Everything is fully... Co- anything that you pay for is completely and fully optional and cosmetic. No, I I, I, I understand that. But the, the same thing could literally be said about Fortnite. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, 100%. And I, and I think that Fortnite, as much as I am enjoying that game and playing it with you and playing it with Bryn and all of this stuff, Fortnite is, in my opinion, another one of those games that's kind of everything that's bad about video games and i mean there's mm-hmm. nothing i mean it's it's talk i mean it is bad there's nothing i mean but that's the world we live in too i mean that's it is everything also... that's wrong it's microtransactions but at the underside of that on diablo it's a really fucking great atmospheric game also um, i i have a hard time uh flying diablo 4 for that when and again, I understand your point that that's kind of everything that's that's really wrong with the video game industry. But like, it it's it's our fault as the consumer no, that games yeah. like this make it for sure, for sure. You yeah, know what but I'm that, I mean, it's still. I mean, but to, to, to what Josh is saying though, it's like Alan Wake doesn't have any of that, and it's a great. Yeah, it is. Sure. <laughs> it's a great example of art. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I for still sure. think Diablo Four is a great video game. Um, actually, I think it's fantastic, but. I I have my place. Like, that's what I want. <laughs> so if, if, if we want to go Armored Core, Alan Wake, Diablo, great. But I'll leave the rest up to you two. My vote's for Diablo. Knives out, guns out. Knives out, uh, Daniel Craig. Whose cut is it supposed to be? Is it supposed to be my cut? Mine. Oh, yours. Okay. Mind you, Austin. Do what? 
I Kelly s- Madison interrupted I s- me. I just said my my choice, Josh's choice, Austin's choice. I mean, I'm I'm. Austin's got to come to terms of losing his number one too. I mean, yeah. I uh, came to terms with mine. Yeah. Ultimately, Diablo Four is the game that I. I, I, it's the game I've spent the most time with in 2023. It, I've put uh, a really unhealthy amount of time into Diablo 4. Um, so I, I have to vote for that. Austin, if I were to give you Armored Core as our game of the year, would that change anything? Oh my god. Yeah, 100%. So if we went Diablo 4 at 3 and then Alan Wake 2 and You're then Armored Court at 1, you would be okay with that? Um, fuck, man. I Honestly, I no. No. Mm. As, much as, as much as Armored Core 6 is uh, 100% my game of the year, just and I'll talk about that, uh, my personal game of the year, and I'll talk about that in a second. Like I said, Diablo 4 had me mesmerized, dude. I, I'm i still playing it. I'm still actively going back and doing all of my daily and weekly things. Um, and it's I, I spent so much time with it that I feel like I, I can't give it to anything else. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> this silence uh, is killing me. I think. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. All right. I'm so lightheaded. What if we move Marvel Spider-Man 2 to number 6, Lies of P to number 5, number 3 is Armored Core, number 2 is Diablo, and number 1 is nope. Baldur's Gate? That's not... No! <laughs> I'm not letting Baldur's Gate win that I shit. Just, I just... I said I completely fell off of that shit. It's not even in my top seven. I also have a hard time giving it to Diablo because I didn't play it. Mm-hmm. I do get that. I can understand that. But in the same token, I'm willing to give Armored Core 6 it. <laughs> and yeah. I didn't touch Armored Core 6 either. Yeah. So but Dylan didn't even like Armored Core 6. No. It's not my. I mean, it's not the game's the fault. It's definitely that, a me thing. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a me thing. I just. <sighs> Josh is regretting everything that's happened in the past three years in this one moment. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like I deserve this because you guys fucked me out of Hades in 2020. Oh, no, no, and then you got, yeah, also, that was another high game for you, and I'm pretty sure you lucked out in 2021 and 2022. Did I? 
Elden Ring won last year. Elden Ring was not my game. Yeah, of the but year. it was your number two, and it was Austin's number two, and it was my number one. Yeah, it was. It's fallen from grace for me. It wouldn't have been my number two. Right now. <laughs> it was something we all played and we all agreed that was fucking top tier excellent. You should play Diablo. It's really good. I... <laughs> you know what? I even even more now. I don't want to play it. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I, I think you would really like. It. I don't think that Josh will never play Diablo. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't. Uh, He's not going to play Diablo Four now for the same reasons no. that I have. Yet this to is play just a celebration of Bobby Kotick leaving. This is what this is. That's what it is. If we decide collectively. <gasps> That Diablo 4 is our game of the year, which I want very clearly put into the <laughs> ether and the universe that I do not want this to be the case. Right, right, right. But if, but we, if did... we do, Alan Wick is number two. Yeah, 100%. I agree. It's beautiful artwork. Fuck you guys. I do. I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to get to, to Alan Wake 2. I have it installed on my PS5. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for that, Dylan. Thanks for spending money yep. so I don't have to. That's what I'm here for. I'm your literal sugar daddy. <laughs> Alright, number Guide three. Number three fucking Armored Core 6. Fires of Rubicon. While he's typing it out, let's hear it, man. Fires yeah, of dude. Ruby. Um, I've never played an Armored Core game until I played Armored Core 6. And if I had the uh, ability to go back and play previous games uh i wouldn't a fucking heartbeat and saying that out loud i literally have a ps2 and a ps3 sitting right fucking here i definitely can't do that i'm just lazy um i will say this now anyone who has ever spent more than 20 minutes talking to me knows that one of my favorite franchises of all time is mobile suit gundam and if they made a Gundam game that played exactly like this, I genuinely don't know if I would ever play anything else. And the gameplay in Armored Core 6 is so buttery smooth and fluid and fun. And and, and it's, it's hard. It's not Elden Ring hard or even any Dark Souls game hard by any stretch of the imagination. But it is still a very punishing from FromSoft game, and every from beginning to end, I was mesmerized. Whether it was me spending literal hours uh, uh, changing out my equipment and going in the training room and seeing seeing what worked and seeing what I didn't like and what fit my playstyle and what didn't fit my playstyle, to these mesmerizing boss fights, like I, you know, I um. You guys gave it to Balteus, which is really the first, uh, I guess, FromSoft filter boss of this game. I was on that shit for days. That motherfucker was fucking me up for days. But then when I finally got it, I was, I literally was jumping. I that's when I knew that I that this game was fucking it for me. It's, it's so good, man. I I. 
I'm kind of losing my words because I've been up since 3 a.m. and I, it's 9 p.m. and I'm exhausted. But I, I really urge you, if if you have any any uh, affinity for any FromSoft title, please try this game. It, it is, in my opinion, it is fucking incredible, and is my favorite game that came out in 2023. Hell yeah! Sick, nasty. All right. Um, I've already waxed lyrical about this shit last night, uh, mm-hmm. but I need. I need it to be understood that Alan Wake 2 is not just a video game. Alan Wake 2 is a fucking masterpiece. It is a piece of art in every single sense of the phrase. If you take what I think some people might call antiquated gameplay or um, maybe frustrating gameplay, which I think maybe are uh, a little bit overblown, but understandable complaints about the game. Even if we take that into account, I don't think that there is any video game this year that actually pushed the medium of video games into any sort of like territory that uh, approaches what I think video games can do as storytelling mediums than Alan Wake 2. I just don't think there's another game that ever even remotely came close. This game is literally about art, about the creation of art, and about the creators of art. It takes these little mechanics like putting uh, things onto like a particle board, like a, and, and uh, I, I don't know what you would call it, but like trying to flesh out a mystery and in the context of what Alan is doing as a writer and what Sam Lake at Remedy was doing as a game developer and how I work on my own stuff and seeing these little maps where you are literally uncovering clues to put the story together. I feel like that's what it feels like when I am writing a video for the first time. I am sitting there and I am uncovering things and then it all clicks into place that this is the story that needs to be told about these elements. When I think about how it takes the writing process and filters it through basically drafts how it like in when you're playing in Alan's world you get the opportunity to change your scenery like change the level around you in ways that like basically work like when you're drafting something in fiction or even just generally in writing where if you change one little aspect of it, the whole thing becomes different. It's a wholly unique experience unto itself. And that's how you get through the process of creating something. You make little changes here and there that end up changing the overall product. When I think about everything that Alan goes through where he is the bad guy, but also the good guy, and he's fighting himself, and he is literally fighting himself through his artwork and what that says about us when we create things and what that says about us when we 
experience these art pieces as a whole, I think that like it is inevitable that you put yourself in your art. I, I don't think that there's any way around that. And I think the Alan Wake 2 sums that up. But it also takes into account, like, the whole thing has a whole bunch of stuff that comes from Rem Remedy's back catalog. For instance, Alex Casey, I'm relatively positive, is a character that is from Max Payne. If he's not, he's styled after the guy from Max Payne, right? And because of that, you see that, like... Max Payne is in the DNA of Remedy and is in the DNA of Sam Lake and everything that you made before comes into what you are making now. And I just think that this game does everything right. Like, even the things that, like, you could potentially knock it for, I don't think that those are knocks. Like, I think that it it functions as a good survival horror game. I think it functions as a good action-adventure game. I think that it functions as a good, like, detective story. And then it's got easily one of the most memorable sequences in, in all of video games, in my opinion, with the fucking, um, I, I, I don't want to give it, I don't want to give it away. You, you need to play the game and you need to play that sequence to, to understand. Alan Wake 2 is literally a fucking masterpiece. And it is definitively my game of the year. Even as much as I think that Baldur's Gate could challenge for number two, I don't think it comes even close to challenging for Alan Wake. I think Alan Wake is a defining game of this generation, and I think in 20 years, people will be looking back at it as a game that redefined what video games could be. I think it's going to... I think that it's going to go into top 100 lists. I think it's going to go into top 50 lists. Like, this is an all-time excellent fucking game. Just period. Hell yeah, dude. I want to get to it very soon. You should. You should. I'm going to drink my beer now while you guys fucking suck Diablo's cock. Austin, this is your game, man. I just wanted yeah, to dude. say quickly that I really enjoyed playing this a lot with you. <laughs> and I kind of spoke <laughs> on it last night. Um, I think it's a really atmospheric game. I think that just like Lies of P, it puts kind of weight the more mm -hmm. you move throughout the world, like you definitely feel environments change. I feel like you kind of get a sense of this dread, but also wonder at the same time. It's really beautifully crafted and it's fun with a co-op partner or two or three. And you made that probably one of my most favorite gaming moments this year, aside from playing both with you guys on Fortnite, Diablo having you to play with was awesome too, but this is your game, man. So. Hell yeah, man. Um, Oh boy, I I fucking love Diablo three. Uh, Diablo three might be one of my favorite games from uh, the PS three and Xbox three sixty generations. Um, wait, no, no, that's not accurate, is it? I don't think so. Uh, Diablo three definitely came out on Xbox One. Hmm. I played it on Xbox One. Yeah, same. Um. Doo -doo 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 Okay, so yeah, no, it was, uh, it was, uh, I'm a, 
assuming PS3 and Xbox 360, because it says May 15th, 2012 was the original release date for Diablo 3. Um, I don't know. I I don't. I can't remember whether it was on 360 or not. But either way, I fucking love Diablo 3, and Diablo 4 was just everything I loved about Diablo 3, but better. Um, I think the environments looked incredible for being this kind of uh, live service slash MMO type beat. Um, the story was great. I, it was way... <laughs> oh, shit. This game was way more brutal than anything I remember happening in 3. And I didn't expect this game to genuinely be a, as gross and unsettling as, as some of it is. But and I think that's kind of what blew me away with it was that hardcore shock factor um and this was a game that you know me and madison were able to bond on me and madison together put a ridiculous amount of time into this it was something that uh you know every day we were coming home from work we were putting the kids to bed we'd look at each other and be like you just trying to play diablo 3 until we're ready to fall asleep or diablo 4 until we're ready to go to sleep and that's what we did for a really long time and honestly, any game that gives Madison and I the opportunity to do that is always, always, always going to rank very, very high for me. Um, but I, I, there's, I don't think I can say much more than I already have back on, uh, back on the show when this game first came out and I was uh, uh, chin deep in it. But it, it's incredible. I fucking love this game and I think everybody should give it a shot. I agree, man. Especially with the friend. Yeah, for sure. Um, and and it's it feels, it it even feels more rewarding to play with friends because it's it's more challenging. The bosses are significantly harder and have significantly higher health pools when you start bringing in um, a second, third, or or, or even fourth person, and uh, and it does add a lot more uh, uh, replay value, in my opinion. Cool. It's a fantastic game. I mean, it's a ten out of ten for me. I will say one of my biggest gripes with Diablo Four is, and kind of going back to what Josh said, I do. I will say I do think the cosmetics are incredibly fucking expensive. I mean, thirty dollars for for a skin is fucking insane. Yeah. Thanks, Fortnite. Thanks, Fortnite. Uh, Hades, by the way, made it to number three. I uh, just want you guys to know that. It did not even make it to number two. Hey, so Alan Wake did better. Did not even make it to number two. So, Hey, that's good for Alan Wake. Yeah. So what was number two? Uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want it known that I haven't, quote, unquote, won a game of the year. I want, I want you guys to know that. It just so oh, it just so happened that Elden Ring was the only game that made all of our lists last year. Well, it was. It's not even my top five of last yeah, year. Well, no. it's in my it's in last, my top ten year. of all time. It's so. two years ago. You know what? Yeah. Yep. So it's good that it won. So you and did you know win. what? Forza Horizon Five beat out Guardians of the Galaxy and Resident Evil Village. Hey, you loved Forza Horizon. 2. I see so you've won twice. I really enjoyed it. it. I haven't won a single time, but Austin has won multiple times. You know, I don't think I've definitively won one time. 
Ghost of Tsushima. Yep. Which Forza. you that which you actually US. fucked. You fucked it? me with that one with Ghost oh. of Tsushima. Wait, go the Ghost of Tsushima is still definitely you though. No, it wasn't. That uh, I was voting I was riding Hades dick so hard. That's true, but Ghost of Tsushima was also still your game. It was So you did still technically win. No, no you won all of these, dude. You're killing it. Three Sir, years in a row now. listen. All of your I, best games. D- no, no. We ended up This is a first. Oh <laughs> you gaslighting motherfuckers. I'm just saying that I have not won one yet. Yeah, well that's true. I really think Neon White maybe, should have won. Maybe last if year, you just but... played better games. Um I know. I could have played I did play Alan Wake. I think it's good at number two. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's Goaty. Alright. You wanna recap the thirty? Yeah, I guess fucking so. All right, our 31, because someone doesn't know how to count. Yeah, also, I just want to point out, I did kind of get fucked by Zelda being pushed out of top 10. Thanks, Dylan. That's also true. Well, okay. Yeah, this is all Dylan's fault. I said I'm okay with it being an honorable mention. Mm. Yeah, but we knew that you I was forced into this. No, I was. No, I don't think you were. You said that to Peacekeep, but I don't think you Your were. game won. Be it's happy. True. I am. I'm, I'm chilling right now. Don't I'm drag good. people down in your success. That I feel like I have the lowest blood pressure of the group right now. I no, definitively have the highest. Yeah, <laughs> For sure, 100%. Marijuana, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Our fucking shitty 31 games of the year. All of them are garbage, including Alan Wake 2. I hope they all die in a fire. <laughs> At number Whoa. 31, Atomic Heart. Number 30, My Hero Academia Ultra Rumble. Number 29, Honkai Star Rail. 28, Redfall. 27, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Game. 26, Pitch Silent. 25, Wanted Dead. 24, Final Fantasy 16. Good, you piece of shit. 23, Paleo <laughs> Pines. Number 22, Jusant. 21, Season of Letter to the Future. How the fuck did Hogwarts Legacy make it to 20? <sighs> I have no idea. 19, The Finals. 18, Metroid Prime Remaster. How did Starfield make it to 17? Can we know. just redo this? Can we just... No. You're here for all of this. No, Stars, Starfield deserves its place. No, it deserves to be in the 20s. Uh, I don't know. 16. I don't know that I'd go that far. 16's Resident Evil 4. 15's Sonic Superstars. 14 Sea of Stars. 13 Wolong Fallen Dynasty. 12 Super Mario Wonder. 11, The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. And our final 10, Hi-Fi Rush and number 10. Number 9, Street Fighter 6. Number 8, Fire Emblem Engage. Number 7, Assassin's Creed Mirage. Number 6, Baldur's Gate 3. Number 5, Marvel Spider-Man 2. Number 4, Lies of P. Number 3, Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon. Number 2, Diablo 4. Uh... Because that's the real, that's the real nope. one. I knew that was going to happen. It was just a typo. And our game Number of the one, year. Diablo 4. Um, is second. That's it, I guess. Because it's I guess two. we did. Yeah. Thanks, patrons, for another year of continued support. Yep. Bye. Please continue to subscribe to us.
you have to say it that way. Or don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dylan, what's going on? All right. Um, Dylan know. is uh, still our what? queer, uh, according to, uh, according <laughs> to this, he's still our queer for for the Wait, year. What? At the bottom it says Dylan is our queer again. It does say that. Yeah. Oh, is this all the ones from this year? Uh, no. Oh, no. no. These are, this is old. Okay. But I am your queer. Get used to it. But I am not about to be here because I have food so yeah. in this shit. So, uh, we'll get back to that okay. specific thing next week uh, with regards to the predictions. We'll end our 2023s with that. Um, we'll be back. Love you guys. And... Wow. Until next time. Goodbye.